Welcome to Be Simply. This is she, and I want to thank you for being here in this moment. Today we are connecting with change, and we're moving into a new season on the northern and southern hemisphere. And the one certainty we have is change. So from day to day, we personally can feel different, have different experiences, no matter how consistent our lives are. So when we look at this aspect of change, we have the opportunity to really just sit back with that concept and say, wow, how can I assist myself with knowing that things are going to change? For a lot of people, that brings up a lot of fear because... They like to think that they can get everything in order, their life, their circumstances, and that if they do that, then it won't change. And that might keep them from exploring different things, that might keep them from being open to new experiences. However, the guarantee is that there will be change. So that can be upheaval at home, at work, it could be new opportunities. It doesn't necessarily have to be perceptually difficult, it can be something new and exciting and sometimes that can be even a little scary when we don't know what that all means. So in today's segment the reason this is really important in the aspect of understanding self is knowing how to support self through change and then also getting a game plan together for those times when maybe you're going to be super busy and there's something exciting coming up but you may not be able to care for yourself as you do normally or something comes up out of the blue and completely needs your attention and you're not going to be able to tend to the needs of yourself and your family. And this is what we call a transitional state where we're just in an in-between state, in an in-between circumstance, and we still need to monitor what needs to happen so we don't get depleted and that we also will ensure that when we get back on maybe our normal quote-unquote schedule or routine or flow that it won't be like picking up a bunch of pieces that are scattered everywhere. So if you've ever had that experience where maybe you're getting ready to go out for an event, let's say, and all of a sudden the dishes pile up, the house becomes a mess, uh, all these different things that you might be planning, and then you come back after that event and you're like, wow, I have a lot of stuff to tend to. Or this might happen during a creative project or a, lot, a heavy workload at work. The, the laundry piles up. Pretty typical. You've forgotten to go to the gym, all these different things. You've forgotten to contact your friends and family. And that's because something's grabbed our attention, pulled us out of what we would consider our constant, and pulled us into what is our constant change. And so simple ways that we can handle this is one, just to release this perception that we're in control, meaning that we might have something new arise in a situation and that we can adapt and we have the ability to adapt to that situation. So if you think about that, uh, when we have the ability to adapt and move and shift around from 
one thing to the next. There's this opportunity to really feed yourself with the things that are existing around you in that moment versus maybe going to what you've been used to relying on. So for example, let's say uh, you're used to going to the gym, but all of a sudden you're going to have to travel a lot in the next few weeks. So you might say, wow, I'd really like to work out while I'm away or go to a gym or what could I do? And you adapt and you find out maybe there's a great running path, a walking path. Maybe there's a gym where you'll be staying. Maybe there's a local yoga studio you can be a visitor at. All these different options that still allow you to integrate with what you've done already and keep you in harmony as you're going through this experience. Similar, let's say all of a sudden a family member gets sick and you have to spend some time with them. You want to spend time with them. We also want to make sure that you stay juiced and reju rejuvenated, so you have a lot of energy to give and give them and nourish them with. So that might mean, hey, you can't get to. We'll use the gym as an example again. You can't make it get to your normal workouts, but hey, maybe they're at the hospital and there's a staircase there. Or there's a local park you can walk or just going walking the streets to clear the head and come back and be regenerated. So there's always the ability to adapt in a situation that we're given if we're willing to take the time and space to do that. In addition, let's say just food intake. You're traveling to a foreign country. They're not going to have the normal foods that you're used to having. There's the opportunity mm -hmm. to plan ahead and prepare yourself so that you can make sure that your needs are met when you get there, especially if you have a sensitive stomach or um, certain dietary restrictions or maybe none of that applies and you just want to experience what's there when you get there. Again, you're adapting with change. You, you, meet, you meet the need as it arises. So what I'd like us to do is we're going to go within and we're just going to get a little barometer on our ability to adapt and see how well we adapt to ourself, the, the naturally arising change that occurs, in addition how we are at adapting at change with others. So with that, all I need you to do is just kind of review a couple situations where change has occurred and how did you handle it. Just objectively observe it, don't judge it. Same thing, someone comes into your life or a new coworker is on the set, how do you adapt to change with them? And as we do this, we'll just tune in slowly to see how we are as an adaptogenic being. And then from there, we're going to come up with some ideas and practices as to how to assist you in adapting and flowing with what is. So with that being said, just take a nice deep breath in. And then exhale out. Again, deep breath in and out, another one, inhale, and exhale, again, inhale, and exhale, continuing to breathe in and out.
soft, gentle breath, breathing in and out. Gently bringing your awareness back to here. And just taking a moment to just maybe record mentally or on a piece of paper in a journal. How are you adapting with change? Do you resist it? Do you like to keep everything so structured that you can count on it no matter what Uh, and how does that feel when change arises in addition how are you at adapting with change with other people that might be different than you Uh, people that might come into a situation that aren't normally there and how does that feel when they arrive so by evaluating this we can start to see gosh oh I'd like to have, have everything very systematic that more than likely, if that's the case, then you're not going to be as comfortable when change arises. You might say, I like everything systematic, but I am actually good at shooting from the hip immediately, shifting the situation, and coming up with a solution so I can meet the need of what's arising. 
and you might be somewhere in between. The benefit of being able to practice being adaptable in situations is that you can actually receive a lot more from what's going on. So if we're stuck in our beliefs, in our perceptions, uh, then when something comes up that shifts that, that creates a change in our ecosystem or really maybe even questions that, we might resist because we're not as adaptable. Or we might say, oh, this is here. Why is this here? What does that mean? What do I need to do with that? Where do I want to go with that? And if that's the case, uh, you have the opportunity to examine that. So what I'd like you to do is write down uh, in your personal life, your professional life, and also your life, meaning your relationship with yourself, how good are you about flowing with change? And then just label it on a scale of 1 to 10. So when we evaluate where we're good at change and where we're not, then we have the opportunity to move from there and say, okay, you know, at work, I'm a little bit uh, set in my ways and I'm not as open uh, to certain new situations because I think I know what works. Uh, in our personal relationships, we might say the same thing. This is how I choose to operate through uh, life and I don't really have any room to change. Um, also need to, so the benefit of adapting to what unfolds around us is that you will have the ability to actually harness all your gifts and utilize them in a situation that you might have not imagined. So for example, you know, I was coming back from a retreat unloading had my car full of stuff, unloading uh, one person that attended, and then couldn't go one direction on the street, was actually guided to have to go down the other direction. And in that moment, I really was just like looking forward to getting home, getting everything unloaded, settling in, and just integrating from everything that occurred. In that moment, what unfolded was pretty astonishing. A woman suddenly had a seizure in the middle of the road. A bunch of us stopped to help her as she convulsed. And fortunately, actually, I had all these blankets and different things in my car that I could actually help prop her up so she would cause less harm to herself and also hold her there until the ambulance and paramedics came. So that was not something I was expecting to do that day. It wasn't something that I would have even thought I was going to be doing that day. However, it was such a beautiful moment. In that moment of deciding, hey, I can help out this person because they're in need. All these other people were helping this person out and making sure that she was okay, she was calm, she was by herself. And that can be really scary to have something like that happen. So in that just simple breath, it was, for me, an opportunity to see humanity. It was an opportunity to be of service to another and to adapt to what was required in that situation. So if these things unfold similar to a situation like this, we can become closed off and say, I'm not going to help. I have to get home. I don't want anything to do that. And ironically enough, in that situation, there was someone that lived on that street that did just that. They didn't want to be bothered um, with what 
is unfolding for them in that moment was more important than helping out another. And that's fine. There's not really a judgment there. But what I'm trying to encourage those that are listening, that sometimes in these moments where things aren't going exactly how we thought they would, there's opportunity of something else to unfold. And in those moments, there's the opportunity for you to uh, jump in and serve it in a way that you couldn't imagine. Now, when we're attached to how we think things should be done, or we have a perception that is skewed, meaning that it's not a 360-degree perception, it's pretty focused on what we, we know based on our experiences and all of that, there is that opportunity in that moment to um, move beyond that. So sometimes these things, this sudden change happen to really break apart the constructs of what we think we know and invite us to move beyond that moment in space and time. So what I would like you to do is say, gosh, where in my life am I just really kind of stuck in a rut? Where in my life could I practice more change? Is Could it be just driving different ways to work? Could it be uh, maybe doing my day a little differently, maybe eating at different restaurants, where could I just shift things up a little bit so that I don't become so attached in a situation and avoid this beautiful opportunity and fear this opportunity called change, which will arise. The reason I want you to look at this and the reason to practice for change is imagine like many people are striving for control and the reality is uh, that we're not in control. We like to think we are, but we have the ability to adapt when change occurs. So therefore, we're actually more in quote unquote control in that moment because we're not fighting or resisting that which seems foreign to us. A perfect example is if you travel to a foreign country, things are different. People are speaking different languages, they're eating different foods. You might not feel as safe as you do at home because you don't know the neighborhoods. All these different things occur. However, when we just stop and trust that we have the ability to adapt, we have these built-in mechanisms that A, can tell us when there's danger, B, that can lead us to where we need to go, and that there's also this thing called cause and effect, that there are naturally arising situations called effects based on past actions that are going to guide us through these moments of change. And when things get really tough, when we learn how to adapt in those moments, or really great, then we can, as I mentioned earlier, really harness uh, the tools we need to keep us in balance and in harmony. So what I see a lot of times when people are making extreme changes, they might be working a lot, they might be uh, trying new things, they may really... um, be in a hard, difficult time, and then they throw out all the the self-care. They throw out all the routine that is helpful because they don't think they can apply it because there's change on board. So this is where adapting is so important. So what I want you to do right now is as I play this next bit of music, that last one was Within by Daft Punk. Um, We're going to have a little didgeridoo. This is from Australia. And within that 
didgeridoo. I want you just to let the sounds meet your body, meet your mind, meet your heart, and think about where am I most resistant to change in my life? Where do I just really do not want to imagine change? This can be within a family unit. This can be within your job. This can be within yourself, whatever it might be. I just want you to really think about where that is. See if you can feel it in the physical body. And then from there, we will um, see what arises naturally. So with that being said, you might want to lay down. You might want to sit up. You want, might want to move with it. But just take a nice deep breath into the body. And then exhale out. Again, deep breath in. And out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale, and exhale. Another one, inhale, and exhale.
Just gently continuing to breathe in and out. And as you welcome yourself to be present in this moment, just welcome you to just surrender to what you might have realized within self, what you probably already know. And as you do that, Continue to gently breathe in and out. And you might even stop and write it down. Remind yourself, gosh, I'm really resistant in this area. I'm trying to control this in my life. What can happen in the sweet spot, especially when we know we're constricting, is that is imagine just putting that rubber band around your wrist and cutting off the circulation to your hand. Over time, if you continue to do that, uh, that appendage would eventually stop living, stop breathing. So if this can be incentive alone, is that when we constrict an area of our life, whether it's external or internal, we are going to eventually have dis-ease. So usually, this is the beautiful thing about that wanting to control, the areas where we're wanting control, we can sense that there's going to be change there. And when we constrict that area, uh, we can force that change to occur sooner we can actually stop enjoying the moment leading up to that change. In addition, we can create habits that are filled with fear, anxiety, doubt that lead us up to this moment. So typically, most of the things we worry about, we don't need to worry about them. However, when we're having an intuition or an idea that, hey, something's arising on the horizon, that there is the opportunity to really embrace that your energetic field is going to go through a shift. And within that, there's really, really beautiful, powerful opportunity to assist self. So one, it's to identify how adaptogenic you are. Number two, there's the opportunity to say, hey, uh, this is where I'm not, so I'm going to practice a little bit of change around this area. So if, say, in relationship, you tend to be a little bit more controlling, uh, you want to try to manage it in a way that could be suffocating to the other person, or let's say in work, you're trying to control your coworkers, so there's an outcome that you feel certain that should be that way. Or say you really control your life in such a way that it's so systematic that it makes you uncomfortable to even think about changing your routine or your flow. And the only thing I'll say about you know, having a flow or routine, this does help the physical body. So there's this balance between preparing yourself to adapt, but also keeping a routine or a structure in place that can really assist what is unfolding. So with that being said, love for you to take a nice deep breath in and then exhale out. Another one, deep breath in and out and ask yourself to quickly identify the things that you know keep you in harmony and in balance whether it's your food consumption it actually should be all these things but food consumption your physical activity your mental well-being uh, your emotional well-being what are the things that keep all of those in harmony and go ahead and pause the segment 
And then from there, uh, when, write them down, physical, emotional, mental, and your soul being, your well-being. What do you like to do to keep that in harmony? Write that down. And so these things are really important on a daily basis. These are that routine. These are what which will feed your soul, feed your mind, feed your body. And guess what? You will also be more adaptable because you have your needs met. In addition, if you realize that in those moments, those busy moments in life where things are changing, shifting, you're moving, you're changing jobs, you're traveling a lot, uh, you're working on a project intensively, that you need these things to keep you in harmony. And how are you going to get them? So from there, what I'd love for you to do is just to really think about for a moment how you would like to address that situation and how you can across the board meet that need in different scenarios and just to kind of file it away so a uh, you like to eat good foods well gosh what could I do if I'm traveling and there's not a lot of great foods or restaurants for me to eat at well I could probably go to the supermarket go to the deli counter or uh, find fresh produce and fresh packaged food there to meet that need so or I could go on one of the internet sites that gives me reviews and gives me more information about the restaurants that I might not even have access to or know about. I could ask the local concierge at the hotel. So you begin to see that you can start to problem solve for yourself so that you can meet these needs. So what I'd love for you to do is sit down with how do you keep yourself in mental well-being, emotional, physical, and on a soul level. And are you doing those on a daily basis? And what, what is the normal thing? And then I want you to come up with some ideas, just free-form ideas on how you can meet this need if the situa situation changes. Let's say that you all of a sudden you're bedridden and you need to be there. Well, you can ask friends and family to bring you good foods if that's a priority. You can uh, take care of the mind simply by being in isolation for sure. You can also take care of the emotional well-being and your soul well-being in that environment. It just might be different than what you're used to. And in that, import, in that moment, it's so important, let's say if you are all of a sudden bedridden, we can start to grasp to the suffering, grasp to the pain, and not realize, gosh, i got to do something different right now. And how am I going to do that? And then it becomes this active pursuit of finding a solution to the perception of a problem. So really, there aren't any problems. <laughs> There's only solutions. Sometimes it takes some figuring out. And that's what you can do in any moment that there's change. However, at times we can become overwhelmed, resistant, and uh, not willing to ask others for help. So the next thing I would love for you to do is to write down those people that you can count on to give you good advice, to jump to it and help you out, that you feel comfortable asking for their help. And write that down so you have that there. So if you know, A, this, these are the things that help keep me in well-being. B, these are alternative things I could do to still meet this need. And C, these are the people that I can count on and I can reach out to and I feel comfortable to, to assist me. This is kind of my integrative team that can support me in any situation. Now, a lot of people will attest to this, uh, people that have certain situations like, 
cancer or uh, terminally, they're terminally ill, they'll realize very quickly, or they're going through divorce, or they've moved, they'll realize, gosh, who really is capable in those situations to show up. And I like to remind people that there's all different types of friends. There's all different types of family members. So they're the ones that will show up in the, the 911 situation. And those are the ones that just like to keep it light and they'll show up in those more easy moments. There's no reason to discount one or the other, but it's good to know, gosh, who's my 911 team? Who's my transition team? Who, who are those people? And who are the people that I can just go and kick back and relax and have a cup of coffee? And those might be the same people or not. By knowing this, then we can navigate these self-arising, consistent moments called change. And the final thing that I want to encourage you to do here is to take a pause. When you sense that change is coming up and you're having restriction, meaning that you're fighting it and then you're going into the suffering game, to step back and pause. Take some deep breaths. Give yourself permission to let everything stop because you can already feel that the change is coming. And welcome yourself to listen. Welcome yourself to access these notes. Wel welcome yourself to remember hearing this segment and going, gosh, oh, what did she talk about? Okay, what do I need to do here? It's like packing for a trip and preparing yourself. All the people right now in the world that are going through a lot of different environmental changes from natural disasters, all of a sudden their lives are turned upside down. However, in that moment, they have full capability to problem solve and find the solutions reach out for what they need, and still meet their needs that they need to be in well-being. It may not be in the same way that one was used to, but we can. It's very simple. So from there, I want to welcome you to taking a nice deep breath in and out. Again, deep breath in and out. Another one, deep breath in and out. And now I want you just to sit back with self and prepare yourself to take flight, to be like the eagle or the surfer that can flow effortlessly with shifts in the water or the wind, shifts in our environment. And see what happens. Imagine your mind's eye being that eagle or moving on the water like a dolphin or on a surfboard or just bodyboarding or whatever it might be, whatever analogy you would like to bring into your mind's eye. Feel into that change and feel the courageousness and the effortlessness of it when we know what we need in any given moment to retain harmony to retain balance. And the sooner that we recognize that, the faster we will be at transitioning into solid ground, bedrock, if you will. So take a nice deep breath in and out. Another one, deep breath in and out.
So just gently bringing your awareness back to here, connecting to my voice and taking those wings spread out or that courageous being that you are, taking that heart energy and moving into the next and simply reminding you that our constant, what we can count on is change. And if we remember in any given moment how to keep ourselves in harmony, we will have the opportunity to stay in harmony when change naturally arises. In addition, we'll keep ourselves from being stuck in a perception that things are horrible, this is a problem, that things are going to get worse. We say, gosh, I can get through this and this is what I need. So to remember to be willing to adapt, to remind yourself of what you need to keep yourself in harmony in the mind, the body, the spirit, the heart, to have alternatives to what you're used to on a daily basis. In addition, having your team, people that you can call on, especially if it's a difficult time, even if it's an exciting time, that will assist you, that you're, you feel comfortable asking them for assistance. And then once you get back onto solid ground, everything will be easy and you'll know, wow, I went through all that, and if I ever have to go through that again, I can, I'll do it differently. I'll do it more gracefully. I have more wisdom. Also to remember those things that you recognize that bring you harmony and peace and balance will, will change too. So it's important to continually evaluate what you need and to continually prepare yourself. Gosh, what am I going to need in this situation? What am I going to need in that? Oh, I feel stagnation. How can I get some change moving? How can I get the chi and the energy in my body moving so I can help facilitate the change that's needed? When we have stagnation, when we constrict, that's when dis-ease sets in. That's when entropy sets in. Welcome the change. Help the energy keep flowing. Until next time, this is she signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste.